Ho, 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 and welcome to another episode of Intelligent Training Holistic Health. We are your hosts, James and Francesca, and today we're going to be discussing Christmas. <laughs> now, we're going to be giving you a few tips to help you across the holiday season. And if you are watching, we are in our festive outfits. Festive outfits, sporting Michelle Basketfield's very own hand-stitched, hand-sewn, hand-knitted, knitted god christmas jumpers yes we've had these oh a long time Many. i'm pretty sure my mum sent them to us when we lived in canada yeah so we've had them a long long time anyway she knitted them i don't know how big she thinks my head is look how wide this neck is <laughs> bang out of order michelle <laughs> she knows she knows she knows anyway so yes we we get these out every year don't we yeah we do indeed and we've got another two haven't we yes we do indeed we love them anyway so today we are talking about Christmas survival guide and how you can survive the Christmas without going completely off the rails with your training, nutrition and goals. Yeah, I'd say biology does not take off Christmas, unfortunately, everybody. So you shouldn't either. <laughs> and that's not to say, no, when we're talking about this, it's because we... I've obviously been in this industry a long time and we see the trends happen in December, don't we? We see yeah. how people get to December and they start tapering off their nutrition and their workouts and their goals slip further and further away. And they end up kind of taking the whole of December off, Yeah. which if you're comfortable doing that and you can get back on track easy enough, then fine. But the majority of people don't and they can't because that's too long a time off yeah. and they just go back into that vicious cycle of they've taken so much time off, they find it really hard to get back on track. Even if you have that initial motivation in January, it it's lasts a couple of weeks and then it tapers off again. And yeah. then you're just forever continuing the, the new year with that vicious cycle of on-off, on-off training, goals, etc. Yeah. So we think it's really important to try and keep on training throughout the Christmas period. Of course, your social diaries do become a little busier. Yeah. And that means that you can do some other things within your training to make sure that you're getting more bang for your buck. Yeah. Still maintain some sort of, you know, routine, strengths, whatever the goal is. Yeah. Without getting so far off the bandwagon that it's just almost impossible to get back on. Yeah, that's it. Because it goes back to our one of our other podcasts on comfort zones. Mm -hmm. And if you don't start doing it, then your comfort zone will shrink a bit. And then it makes it so much harder come January. But the one thing what I don't understand with people, a lot of people, most a lot of people do this. So mm -hmm. a lot of people will have like one slip up or yeah, just like one slip up. And then they'll use that as an excuse to ruin the rest of Christmas or just to eat whatever or stop training. Yeah, like, like, oh, sorry to interrupt, but like reaching, I don't know, you go, I'm just going to have this one biscuit or something. Yeah. And then you end up eating the pack. Yeah, so like, you think, oh, oh, screw it. Screw it. Yeah, I've had one biscuit. I'll eat the rest. Yeah. That is the equivalent of crashing. No, that's the equivalent of denting one of the panels on your car. You getting out and being like, oh, I've dented one of the panels. Sod it. I'll get out and smash every single panel on your car. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's literally what you're doing. You wouldn't do that to your car because uh, it's ridiculous. So don't do it to your body yeah. because it's even more ridiculous. You've only got one meat vehicle or biological vehicle. Mm -hmm. Do not ruin it. If you read any of James's blogs, 
he says this all the time that you've got like I think one of your whole analogies is about surfacing your car yeah in relation to your you know your house yeah and it is and it is a good way to look at it because you do if you have a car whatever you have that you maintain you you make sure you look after it and like like you said if it is a dent you might even go and get that dent fixed yeah you get it fixed you wouldn't go and ding the rest of the panels no you wouldn't it's so silly so we we do it to ourselves and it's so silly and we're not saying that that it's easy not to do to yourself because you're dealing with a lot of psychological issues yeah. over the top of that which yeah. which are much more complex yeah but if you if we can provide the tools you there is a point where you do have again have to check yourself and i think we spoke about this in our comfort zones episode as well is is you do have to hold a little bit of accountability to yourself yeah. and go yeah. hang on a minute am i just giving up yeah am i just you know it's getting to the end of the year we're tired we know it's relaxing time am i just giving up but do I know deep down that it's not going to be great for me and I'm going to end up feeling really crap about myself? Yeah, that's it. And just because year. everybody else is doing it as well and other people, will, they will allow you to do it and they will encourage, they will encourage you. you to do it. Yeah. But this is where you have to have like kind of the uncomfortable conversations with people or you just have to be stern and say, look, no, I have this goal or I don't want to do this because I know the ramifications and I don't want to have to restart everything again in January. Okay, this is what annoys me as well oh, with people. Here we, we go. go. No, this is what annoys me is that if people want to train really well and eat, oh, still yeah. enjoy Christmas, but also eat within their regular routine as well, and, and just indulge a little bit here and there, but still want to stay on track and have some kind of progress, uh, particularly with training. What annoys me is the other people who then say that those people are obsessed or they're not having fun yeah. because they put fun around food. Yeah. And that's fine for people if they want to, yeah. as long as you're not depriving yourself and you're not doing things in an unhealthy manner if you decide that actually no I really want to stick and go to the gym and carry on and I love eating well because it really makes me feel good over the Christmas holiday and then I can still have some of the Christmas puddings cookies whatever it is that doesn't mean you're obsessive about your health and fitness nope. that just means you're aware you want to keep going you're you enjoy the way you feel when you wake up and and I always feel that the the pendulum swings in both extremes always yeah but people do tend to if you're kind of out of the ordinary and you do want to focus on your health and fitness throughout the christmas period or just keep up going to the gym whenever you can i do find that there are a lot of people that will jump on you and say oh they're so obsessed with, with the health and fitness that's crab mentality yeah and you it's... put crabs in a bucket once a crab starts getting this claw on its way out another crab will pull it back down. Yeah. And so I think you do have to be honest. And this is what you were saying about difficult conversations, which I know yeah. you always try and make me have as well. And they are really good because if you've got friends around you who are kind of saying, oh, well, you're obsessed. Da, da, da. If you're not, and it's what you want to do and it's what you enjoy doing, check your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. Because they'll pull you back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, and that's, and that's just as you progress in any facet of life you have to start not necessarily cutting ties but you will not relate to some people as much as you once did because you are moving on and then you moving on can shine a light on other people who maybe aren't moving on 
the similar direction or the same pathway as you. Mm. So then this is where those difficult conversations have to come in and you have to say, look, this, maybe this relationship isn't as beneficial as it once was, or I'm trying to do this. Can you support me? Yeah. Because how much more empowering is it? If you, if you said, screw it, I don't want to train at all over Christmas. I want to enjoy myself. If that's your decision, not influenced by anyone else around you telling you that, brilliant. Yeah. That's your decision. You've yeah. owned it. You yeah. do it. You're enjoying Christmas and you're doing what you want. If your decision is to go and train and keep up some sort of routine and keep up some sort of regular eating pattern that works for you because you are progressing towards certain goals, if that is, again, 100% your decision without outside influence of other people, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. It has to be an alone decision, doesn't it? Yeah, very much so. And that's another, and that's, and even if you are so, if you are gonna not exactly not, for example, mess up, but if you are gonna eat kind of whatever you want, if as long as you own that decision, the best thing is just owning the decision, saying, "Yep, yeah, I've owned this decision. I'm gonna do that." Instead of eating it and being like, "Oh, I wish I hadn't had that." Oh, yeah. how many calories do you think that is? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, so just as long as you own the decision, yeah. then it's you're just gonna make it so much more comfortable for yourself. And then you've owned it, and then you can say, right now I'm moving on to the next step. Yeah, whatever the consequences are, yeah. there might be that's nothing. it. Just own it, own just... it. If it's a mess up, you've messed up, that's fine. Everyone messes up, just move on. Just don't allow it to continue throughout the Christmas period, or don't use it as an excuse to carry on throughout the Christmas period, Definitely. because then that's where things will really mess up. So your biology will respond to averages over time. And as long as those averages are going in the right direction, then your health and everything's going to go in the right direction. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. One small blip is not going to make any difference. So biology does respond to averages over time. So just remember that. Yeah. And and this goes nicely into obviously training over the Christmas period. Yep. Some you know, schedules do get busier. So perhaps your training is a little condensed and you're wondering how can I maximize my training when I know I haven't got as much time as I would usually have to go to the gym or perhaps like us (laughs) your gym is going to be shut for quite a long period over the Christmas period period. and yes you may have stuff at home but it might not be uh, the right equipment for what you've been currently doing if you're following a plan at the moment if you're following a set program for sure so it's a great time to try different things or stick more metabolic workouts together or s- string a bunch of exercise together. Cause if you're at home, you're not going to have the equipment, like Franny said, mm. um, then you might have to look at something that is going to be like a giant set, which will be like four exercises back to back to back, just so you still get that same similar sort of intensity with a lighter weight. Yeah. And the same. So if, if you can go to the gym and your, your days to the gym are condensed. Yep. Then I'll say focus on if you if you are following a program and it has to be condensed. I'll say follow focus on the compound exercises, so the exercises that use multiple joints at once because this is going to give you more bang for your buck. Yeah. So examples. So squats. Yeah. Deadlift. Deadlift. Any pressing, any rowing. Yeah. So all the accessory movements like the bicep curls or lat raises or anything like this. Triceps. Triceps, all that kind of stuff. That's not going to bring as much bang for the buck. So if you have to get rid of something, maybe get rid of that. Unless you want to pump those arms up for a cheeky little Christmas party that you're going to, then <laughs> get the bicep curls back in there. That's always the the Friday night in the gym. If you Friday ever go, night in the gym. Remember? Oh yeah. Anytime. Oh yeah, I know. I was pumping up. God. Anytime was, on a I was Friday. Going out, that's a sad thing. No, you were going home. <laughs> but yeah, anytime on a Friday night in the gym, you get like the swarm of 
Yeah. Sorry to say it, but guys, yeah, that would go in and pump their arms, yeah, pump, they? The arms pump the chest, go and go and get a quick shower and straight off to the pub. Yeah, or bars or whatever. Bars, yeah, wherever you're going. Yeah. So compound movements, more metabolic workouts. Yeah. This is a great thing to do over Christmas if you are short on time. And also go in and when it is Christmas time and everything is shut, don't uh so things like walking are so underrated so just going for a walk is so good for you it's so good for kind of mobility for lubricating your joints for so many different things um and you could get to do this with family around christmas time yeah if you're with your family which is amazing yeah family friends anyway it's it's really nice isn't it and we we actually said that over the christmas period when when we've got a little, you know, when everyone has that little bit more downtime, we actually said we sound so old. God. We said we were going to get a map, yeah, and oh yeah, like oh. plan a route, didn't we? A proper route, because what we do is we go on a walk and we just wander around and do almost like a circle back to where we started. But people don't need to know how complex our sadness is, do they? I'm sure they do. Tell them. Oh, it's nice. But yeah, it's nice. Go on, tell them. True. Tell the people. I just think it's nice because what we thought was one will get a map and route it so that also that we're not reliable on our phones. No phones and it's a great way to obviously get to know areas a bit better yep. so you you're learning well i just need to actually learn to read a map properly because yep. i just look at um I'll do, I'll do no we're terrible though aren't we because we look we just pick our phones out and go oh there we are and so we thought we would do like a really proper route with the dog didn't we yep that's what we're going to be doing people so we're officially 50 years old everybody so I thought, but I just think that's a really nice way because we know it's going to be a long walk. We know our steps are going to be up. And we know the gym's closed. We know the gym's closed and we're going to get out in the fresh air. And yeah. sometimes, you know, if you're planning workouts, you can plan not necessarily workouts, but you can plan movement into yeah. your day. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a full, because you are going to get back to the gym if you are training in the gym, you are going to get back to it when it opens. So you can use this time to do kind of fun of things. But if you do have a specific goal, then just tailor your program to your goal. Yeah, absolutely. And that ties again nicely into looking at your nutritional goals over the Christmas period. Yeah. Um, If you are counting calories, then, I mean, I find it near on impossible how you can count calories over Christmas, to be honest. But if you're guesstimating, then if you are on a fat loss diet then it would be better to take your calories up to maintenance, right? Yeah, I would say, yeah. Because it's going to, I mean, you... Because you, you're always going to eat, you're always going to be trying to... You're, you're with Christmas meals. There is a lot more food around Christmas time. So I would suggest just taking, the, if you are in a deficit and you're trying to lose weight for the Christmas week or whatever it is, take your calories up to maintenance calories. This will give you a diet break. It'll be a good cut or good break for your physiology. It'll be a good cut or break, sorry, for your psychology. Mm-hmm. And this way is is actually a good thing to do. A diet break is a very good thing to do, just depending where you're at in your in your fat loss journey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, and then especially counting calories, yeah, I would say it's probably going to be non-existent around yeah. um, Christmas time, but do the best you can. So don't overindulge to the point where you gain quite a few kilos. I've had many clients say to me, oh yeah, I've gained like three, four, five kilos when over Christmas. And that's just ridiculous. Yeah, you don't, you really don't. Of course, your weight fluctuates every day. And and yeah. if you're having a little more indulgence, particularly on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, yeah. you know, be prepared that the scale goes up a little bit because of, you know, water and fluctuations. Yeah. But in no way, shape or form do you need to be piling on a bunch of kilograms. Gaining, yeah, gaining a few kilos from 
a holiday is ridiculous. Yeah, it can. You can literally, if you're, if you train well and you eat well within your your goals and your lifestyle, yeah, you can very much moderate your weight, and you don't have to have these huge fl- no. fluctuations that people have. Yeah, and especially during, for example, if you're for a Christmas day. If you, for example, most people will have a breakfast and now have a big uh, dinner. So then just mm. completely skip your lunch. A good way around Christmas time is to completely skip meals because this will take a decent chunk of calories out of the day and then they can be redistributed throughout other meals. Yeah, because the chances are the roses tins are open. Yeah, the... you're going to be snacking a bit more. So if you can just try and get rid of like a couple meals or one meal throughout the day, then this can be very beneficial. And then just watch portions because portions will just go through the roof over christmas yeah. not saying they don't have to don't don't deprive yourself but no. if you if you do have fitness goals then just try and be as mean um, mindful as you can yeah towards- and just try and um, stick towards them because otherwise you're going to regret it come january and january's just going to be a pain in the ass for you yeah it's, it's kind of if you can oh, i hate the word intuitively because i don't think to be honest, many people can intuitively, I think we've lost intuition to our hunger cues, etc. But if you are more bodily aware of those things, yeah. then if you can intuitively, then, you know, especially over Christmas, you're probably going to be more filled. So you don't need to hit 12 o'clock and go, well, I must have my lunch, yeah. even though chances are you've probably snapped way more yeah. because of all the Christmas festivities that go on during that time. So just just be aware. Yeah, exactly. Be aware of of what you're eating, moderate your meals. And and of course, don't overthink it, but also don't overindulge. It's that same thing again. Don't take a couple of biscuits and then go screw it. I'm going to eat the whole pack. Yeah, just just be moderate. It's fine to have a couple of biscuits. Cool. But that doesn't mean you have to go. No, you don't have to go nuts in the deep end. Yeah. With that. So. Definitely, I always think there's no there's no need for the, for fat loss over Christmas. No. It's too much Screw stress. Fat loss over Christmas. It's it's too yeah. stressful. Unless you unless you're an athlete and you're prepping for something, then yes, of course you have to stay on track. Yeah, but, but for, if you're the average Joe or Jane, yeah, stay stay yeah, go up to maintenance if you are in a fat loss phase. Yeah, and then do your best. And like you said before, just own it, right? Yeah, own, own what you're doing. Make sure yeah. it's it's. It's what you want to do. And if you try to leave the guilt behind because everybody panics over Christmas or they know exactly what they're doing, they overindulge yeah. and then they panic come January 1st and the motivation level goes really high Yeah, and everyone goes nuts. Yeah, but it happens every year and we've seen many cycles of this. Every year, every, every year. year. And it doesn't to be that way. You could just literally, you know, train maybe less, but regularly throughout the christmas period again eat moderately yeah and still indulge where you want to and have fun yeah and then come january you're not trying to cat play catch up to all the things that you've done over december you're just yeah. literally going into a new phase a new cycle yeah a new routine yeah and i keep your comfort zone expanded because people just have a an effort mentality of a christmas yeah and because because you're not training as much then if you're not training as much you should be eating a better diet to kind of make up for you not training but it's always the other way around if you're not training then you say screw it to the diet as well and this is so it's just a double whammy and it just makes it a lot harder Mm. so just if you are just mindful just being mindful is such a big thing yeah and for those who are trying to be a little bit more aware of the nutrition 
like you mentioned, I think to me the other day, it was about, you know, because you were going over, well, we did the fiber podcast, didn't we? Yeah. We were talking about calories, but is looking at your high quality proteins and fibers. Yep. So yeah, especially if you're, uh, if you're drinking, so if you're going to be drinking a decent amount, so if you're going on a night out for work, there was a good study in 2020, I believe, that showed having protein, decent amount of protein and fiber in a meal before drinking can significantly reduce the damage alcohol will do to you uh, throughout the evening. Yeah. And then again, if you are going to be drinking, try and get something in your stomach because it will just slow gastric emptying, which will therefore slow at the rate at which alcohol enters the bloodstream. And if you're anything like me, make sure you do have a good meal because if you have one glass of wine oof, yeah oof, absolutely she's pickled yeah she's off I'm, I'm pickled and then i'm asleep yeah <laughs> which is lovely uh, um. <laughs> very honestly no christmas presents for you no, no. <laughs> so tips over christmas let's just break it down one more time yeah if you're training compound movements compound movements metabolic workouts metabolic workouts to try and stack uh, work, stack exercises together really get your heart rate up mm-hmm. great bang for your buck and efficient on time if yep. you have lots of other social engagements yeah nutrition nutrition protein and fiber with if you're drinking a decent amount of alcohol mm-hmm. if you do mess up then own the mess up know that you have messed up don't get out of the car and smash every single other panel on your car so just own that mess up and then just move on. Mm-hmm. Remember, biology does respond to averages over time. So that one little mess up really is nothing. It doesn't matter at all. But if it continues, then that's when you will obviously mess things up. Yeah. So looking at December as a whole month, a month is is a, a good chunk of time to make or break progress. Yeah. To, to mess up the average as such. Yeah, that's it. So... Try not to have the effort mentality towards the whole of December. Yeah. Just take everything in moderation. Yeah. And it can just be a great month to maintain. Absolutely. So what you've built throughout the year, if you do want to hang back a bit, then you can maintain in fitness level is so much easier than trying to build. Mm -hmm. So if you, if through this period, if you do have a lot of engagements, then you can just ease back a bit and just look at maintaining. Yeah. So try not to... You don't have to go too hard in the workouts, but it's so much easier just to maintain. So just try and take that mentality, take a maintaining mentality, and then you can get back to it come January. Yeah, I think I I posted today actually uh, on Instagram about how if I look back over the year, yeah, the majority of my workouts are average oh, yeah. at best. Yeah, but the reason for progression or maintenance is because of the consistency yeah it's yeah. showing up and doing those workouts whether they're great or not if i had only gone to the gym in this past year and trained when i felt a hundred percent on top of it and i was ready to rock and roll you've been there three times <laughs> cool that's a that's a bit of a high number i'd say <laughs> once at yeah. best and i wouldn't i'd be in a, in a very much worse position than i am now so yeah. I think just again, yeah. That's what we're going over the other day. We're saying how you need you you've got to have your mind have more. You need to have more control over your mind than your emotions. So don't let your emotions run you. 
So even when the times when you don't want to do things, you don't want to go to the gym, you don't want to eat the healthy meal, your emotions will try and kick in. You have to try and silence those emotions a bit more mm-hmm. to get to the gym or to eat the healthy meal or whatever it is. And that's that's one thing, uh, particularly for me, I, I need to work on personally. And what we were chatting about going into the new year, because we're uh, the next episode, we're going to go through how you can set up your goals, et cetera, yep. for 2023. Uh, but we obviously chat and reflect a lot, don't we, on this past year as it is coming to the end of the year and and how we've progressed and what I want to work on personally in the future or in the new year. And one of those things is kind of emotional resilience, isn't it? Yeah. And we were talking exactly the same thing, you know, the it's the same as the comfort zones it's the same as I think it was the comfort zones or the first episode we put out and we spoke about expanding your comfort zone and how difficult it is to do when you've got that voice in your head and we're gonna obviously uh, for me personally I'm that's what I'm looking to do is that emotional resilience looking at silencing negative talk and remembering that when I say I don't want to go to the gym or I'm too tired and that's just that negative self-talk because even if you are really tired, as soon as you get there and you get right into your workout, it's amazing what your body can do. Yeah. And so again, it is that mental, emotional resilience. Yeah. Yeah. So huge, oh, huge part. It's a huge part of everything. Yeah, it really is. But trying to, yeah, trying to master it is it's an ongoing deal, and no one will ever master their mind completely. But the more you can, the more you'll be able to do when you don't feel like doing it. Yeah, definitely. It just it creates that discipline, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, just then that's one thing that going to the gym does do for you or doing the cold showers or something like that. Something that is uncomfortable at the time, but you push yourself to do it. Then that's going to be the thing that will expand your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And then it will get easier and easier as it goes on. And then you will be able to push more and more and more. And then this is, this is how people become a lot of top athletes in the world, or they reach their goals and then they set bigger runs and achieve that next because they just, they control their mind so much and then they can, they can, you can just say you can end up doing anything. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. Isn't yeah. It? Your mind is, yeah. Your mind is amazing. So the more you can control that, but you can also help control that through uh, exercise as well and diet mm. because nobody wants, well, once you do eat a good healthy diet for a long time, it does become very tasty because your taste buds will change. Mm. But people who are very used to very ultra processed foods, they are hyper palatable and they are so much nicer than eating the chicken and broccoli or whatever it is. If that's what you're used to. Yeah, if that's what you're used to. Because I beg to So then, yeah. So yeah, (laughs) but now you beg to differ. But but then that is a way to control your mind is by sticking on a healthy diet Mm. because then it just becomes easier, becomes easier. And then everything else starts becoming easier. Yeah. And then, like we said, your comfort comfort zone expands. Yeah. Look at like, look at your areas of your life that you are strong in. Perhaps it's something in work. Look at how you've progressed to the role you're in or, you know, if you're studying for something, look at how you've achieved that certification degree, whatever it is you have probably had to push out of your comfort zone. It might just be an easier path for you or a more natural path for you if you're, you know, mentally intelligent with certain a certain subject, but you're still having to push out of your comfort zone to achieve yeah. those things. And then you think, God, how can I ever do something in the gym 
like that. Of course you can. It's just completely yeah. alien to you right now yeah. until you begin and progress. And you just push that little bit and you and you get to learn some of the real basic fundamental things of training. You build a foundation and all of a sudden your comfort zone has increased because, well, those things become quite comfortable and easy now. Yeah. But if you'd never tried them and never done them, you'd probably look at them and go, nah, no way. Everybody's a white belt at some point. Absolutely. So all the best people in the world were nothing at some point. Yeah. So just remember that. So everybody is starting, everybody's starting from zero. And it's just, it just takes determination and hard work just to keep pushing, keep pushing, but it will happen. If you're determined, you will make it happen. Yeah. So don't do the effort to, because it's Christmas. Do what you want to do. Make sure you're listening to yourself and not the influences of people around you. 100% own your decisions over Christmas. Yeah. And, and have you, a lovely Christmas. And have a lovely Christmas. Yeah. And enjoy every moment of it. Yeah. And if you haven't, this is where we are. We, if you haven't subscribed or liked our channel, we've been told to do this. Yeah. Uh, please subscribe and please like it. It does help us um, buy new Christmas jumpers. <laughs> No, or commission commission or commis- my mum to, yeah, to do a Christmas jumper. Uh, but no, yeah, it would help us just uh, just because we want to grow the channel and just try and get just good knowledge out to um, the masses. So any help, if you can share it around, any help was uh, very much appreciated. Thank you. Have a lovely Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>